0: Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. Back in studio, great to have you in on a Thursday. We're just twenty-four hours away, essentially twenty-four hours away from Bengals football. I'll be at Paul Brown Stadium tomorrow, covering it. You'll get audio reaction on my Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Obviously, on this podcast. Yesterday, we discussed AJ McCarron. You heard from A.J. McCarron about trade rumors and so much more. I want to start today with a rumor, a report from Albert Breer on A.J. McCarron, and we'll get to that in a second. But I do want to throw this out there. We're we're expanding here at Locked On Bengals and growing and building, and you hear me once in a while drop a Seat Geek read, but if you're here locally in Cincinnati, if you listen to us daily, you know that it's consistent, that it's coming at you, and and we're going to do a podcast daily, and there's going to be so much coverage now that football is here, like we're we're past the, uh, the the days where we're we're speculating, and now we're reacting to what happens on the field starting tomorrow. And if you're looking to to advertise locally, this is the place to do it. Locked on Bengals, we're growing. It's something that uh, I decided. I talked with David Locke, who founded the the whole Locked On podcast network, and we're looking for a local sponsor. So if that's something you'd be interested in, uh, you could certainly email me. James Rapine at ESPN1530.com is the quickest way to reach me. Uh, you can also DM me on Twitter, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, whatever's easiest for you. So if you're interested in doing that, uh, feel free to reach out because we are definitely would love to add a local sponsor, some local flavor to the Locked on Bengals podcast. With that said, let's get going here. I'm in studio. I'm excited. I hope you're excited because tomorrow we are going to watch the Bengals take the field and I want to discuss what I will be watching for tomorrow. But before I get to that, Albert Breer, mmqb.com, national reporter, a guy who's certainly credible, reports that the Bengals turned down a second-round pick essentially could have gotten a se- This is what he said. The Bengals could have gotten a second-round pick for AJ McCarron this offseason. Okay. And fan reactions, oh my god. Why wouldn't you have taken that? These same old bungles. Dum 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 dumb. Why wouldn't they do that? Sure. Absolutely. Love the idea of a second round pick for AJ McCarron. But the the what and the who matter. The what second round pick sounds great. Who's offering it? Is it Cleveland? Because if Cleveland's offering a second round pick, I'm not so sure. What if it was their 50th pick? The pick they used to get Deshaun Kaiser? I I believe it was in the 52 maybe. I'm I'm just spitballing here. I know it was in the 50s. It wasn't their their early pick. They traded up into the first round with that pick to get tight end uh, David Njoku from Miami. So let's say it was during the draft and Cleveland's like, yeah, we'll trade for A.J. McCarron. Here's our 52nd overall pick. I would say no to that deal. Why in the world would I give Cleveland a potential franchise quarterback for a, a not even a top fifty pick? One, they have a really good offensive line. Two, they have a great running game. They're a quarterback away from probably being a, a competent, you know, eight and eight team. Like with AJ McCarron, the Browns might go eight and eight with him. So let's just say it's Cleveland. Well, I'm not doing that. Jacksonville, I'd consider that but it it just depends on where you're sending him the who is just as important as the what and until i know who i don't it, the what doesn't really matter that much if 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 pittsburgh offered you a second round pick for aj McCarron, would you do it the answer is no so it just depends on on who made that offer now i, I will tell you this i talked to someone i trust very dearly who said that the Bengals haven't been offered anything for A.J. McCarron. And I talked to that person yesterday. And you you could believe me, not believe me, but I know that he or she, I'm not going to reveal who, even the gender is, is very credible and is very tied into the Bengals organization. So if I heard that and then I hear this, National columnists, national writers, they always have this perception and stigma and and ideas, and they get these reports. And Albert Breer could be 100% right. But from what I've heard, on the ground level, someone really tied in? No, no, no. From what I've heard, the Bengals have never gotten an official offer. Now, here's the thing. Albert Breer might not be getting this from Cincinnati. What What if he's in Cleveland? They're like, yeah, man, we would have given up a second for A.J. McCarron, but we called and Mike Brown said a first or nothing, and we didn't even offer. Then both stories hold up. Think about it that way. Like Albert Breer might have been in a camp and said, yeah, we were going to offer a second-round pick for A.J. McCarron, but the Bengals said the, the minimum they would take is a first-round pick or the minimum they they would take is a second, two seconds. So that, that could be the case. And then everything holds up. Everything holds water. So who knows where Albert Breer's getting it But to me, the who is just as important as the what in a trade. In trading A.J. McCarron to, let's say, the Browns, especially if it's not a top 30 pick, I don't think i do that, even if I don't think A.J. McCarron's a top 15, 20 quarterback. You don't want to give the Browns a potential starter when they haven't been able to find a damn starter in years. All right, so let's transition now. Let's transition here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. By the way, make sure you listen to all the podcasts on the Locked On podcast network. They have Locked On Fantasy if you're a fantasy football fan. We have Locked On NFL, just the general NFL news, and so much more. But I want to start uh, previewing tomorrow and looking at tomorrow. And the thing is, the results aren't going to matter. Like, No matter what happens tomorrow, I'm not going to be like, oh, man. The Bengals lost 37-0. They're doomed. I'm looking for, for five things. Five things. I want to see, one, how the offensive line plays. The starters. How do they play? Do they look okay, or do they get pushed around and bullied and beat up? I just need them to look okay. Two, the running back situation. Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill has been... Anything but, eh, during training camp. Not flashy. Not There's never been a time where I'm like, who is that? I've said that about Joe Mixon probably once a practice. I've said that about Giovanni Bernard multiple times. Not said that about Jeremy Hill. How does he play? How does Mixon play in his first game? Can he pick up the pass protections? I will say this. Here's Marvin Lewis on Joe Mixon yesterday. Sounds pretty excited uh, to be coaching Joe Mixon on, and this is what Marvin was responding to, what's impressed Marvin so much about Joe I just think his personality and we I can see football but I think his personality his work ethic uh, how he comes and approaches practice every day um, from the very first you know rookie camp um, when he was here with us in Cincinnati you felt that but you're not sure you know that's a very limited exposure But now it's a day-to-day thing that's the ups and downs of training camp. Being tired, being asked to run and finish every play. He likes to do that. So that's Marvin Lewis yesterday during his weekly press conference. And I will say that, like his enthusiasm, his excitement, Joe Mixon's a star, man. You could tell. I've said it here so many damn times on this podcast. The moment I laid eyes on that dude, and it sounds weird, but it's true. I looked, and I was like, man, he, he looks like a star. He looks like he's he was a star in high school and a star in college, and he's going to be a star in the pros. Like, it just feels that way. Like, you can just look at some players, and they got it. He's got it. He's got it, and he's got the, the fanfare ready. I, at training camp the other day, he broke a run past Carl Lawson, by the way, up the left side, scored a touchdown, 80-yard run, ran it all the way. On his way back. He got yelled at for this on his way back. High fives the fans on the way back. Like, fans are going to – like, as long as Joe Mixon, the football player, does the football things I've seen during training camp and stays out of trouble off the field, which, as a pro, there's no reason for me to believe that he's going to get in trouble off the field. I, and, again, I that, that from that point on, the moment he was drafted on, that's where the slate starts for me. He's been great. Star. So we'll see. So that's number two. So right now we have the offensive line, we have Joe Mixon and the rest of the running backs. Three, the secondary. William Jackson the third. He's listed ahead of Darquez Denard. How does that shake out? Josh Shaw seems like the starting nickel corner. Obviously, you have Dre Kirkpatrick. Obviously, you have Adam Jones, who's out for week one. Is William Jackson third the guy to start opposite? Dre Kirkpatrick or will Darquez Denard kind of push him some? That's a battle I'm watching. I'm also going to watch Carl Lawson. Fourth thing. Carl Lawson has dominated camp. Can he do the same thing now against live competition, against better offensive linemen? Can Andrew Billings have some success? He, he's, a second, he's just like William Jackson. Second-year player, never played a snap in the NFL, both due to injury. Can those guys show some promise? it would be their first NFL snaps. So those are guys, those are things I'll be watching. And the fifth thing is the wide receiver room. Brandon LaFell is having the best camp out of all the wide receivers. Say what you want about Cody Cork excelling and and drafting John Ross and Josh Malone's speed, but my God, Brandon LaFell is killing it. I'm not sure he'll play a ton tomorrow. AJ certainly won't play a ton. And then the last thing, because Alex—one more thing. Alex Erickson, undrafted last year, makes the team. Great returner. He's on the bubble again. You heard from him the other day on the podcast. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. And then the last thing, if these A.J. McCarron trade rumors are true, and basically what I've heard is the Bengals could have leaked that to a Den- that Denver reporter, that Denver radio host, and I heard it came from a Bengals source to generate some McCarron buzz, which is interesting. And if they want to generate some McCarron buzz, then why not give him a lot of snaps with the number one offensive line, with the top running backs, and see if he can put up some numbers to bolster his trade value? Something I would be interested in seeing. Is it going to be the Dalton plays a series, McCarron plays three series, and then it, or plays the rest of the first quarter, and then it's the Driscoll show after that? I don't think so. I think McCarron's going to play the better part of the first half. We'll see if that's true. But could you imagine if he throws three or four touchdowns, what the, the trade rumors would be doing? The rumor mill? So that, that, those are the things I'm looking forward to tomorrow. The results, couldn't give a damn about them, to be honest with you. I, ultimately, that doesn't matter. How does the secondary look? How does the defensive line look? How does the offensive line look? Is Joe Mixon the star? I think he is. We'll see you tomorrow. So I will be in the visitors' locker room with the Bucks. I will be in the Bengals' locker room, obviously. And what I do before every game, I take a preview video, and I post it on my Twitter, at James JamesRpeen. So follow me on Twitter there. Follow us, at Locked on Bengals. Please subscribe on iTunes, Audioboom.com, the iHeartRadio app. And if you're looking to sponsor this, We want you. Email me, jameserpeen at ESPN1530.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until tomorrow, I hope, I'm hoping, I'll track down Joe Goodberry. I think it might actually be Monday. Either way, we are going to have a post-game wrap-up show. Joe Goodberry and myself, he makes his return to the podcast as we get the season started. That's up next. I'll be at training camp as well next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until then, I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals Podcast.